Welcome to Behind the Aisle Podcast, where we are just two wedding professionals sharing a no-bullshit approach to what goes on behind the scenes in the industry. My name is Sarah, and I'm a wedding photographer. And I'm Katie, and I'm a wedding planner. And this is What What the the Fuck fuck Wednesday! We love What the Fuck Wednesday. For reals. Um, It's our favorite thing in the whole world. And we got some good tea for y'all today. Juicy! Very yummy. Very good. We love it. Uh, If you have not done so already and would like to follow us on... What am I doing? On Instagram. I'm just going to go for it. It's not where I was going with this, but go ahead and follow us on Instagram, BehindTheAllPodcast.com. What I was going to say is um, we need your... Uh, we need your tea. We need you to talk to us. We need you to tell us our story. Your story. What kind of like what like for those that are just tuning in? What what is what the fuck Wednesday, sir? What the fuck Wednesday is our we our monthly. It's once a month. Mm-hmm. It's a monthly podcast episode. It's our favorite one where you guys write into us and we tell your stories about yeah. a what the fuck moment that happened to you, big small anything it could be a question it could be a statement it just it could be a very long story it's completely up to you on what you want to share with us but we would really love for you guys to be paying attention at your wedding days and uh and be like that's what i'm gonna write in that was like literally if you were saying to yourself like on a wedding day like what the fuck like what the fuck <laughs> whatever like we're hope i'm hoping that we're imprinting on your brain yes of, like I have to submit this. Then maybe as you're sitting at dinner on your wedding days, you're pulling up our form yeah. and you're just going to town. Yep. Like just, just, just <laughs> honestly vent, just vent to us. That's what we want. We don't have to, to be vent. grammatically correct. You don't have to like write out a whole novel. Yeah. You can like, send it in bullet point form yeah. being like, this is the shit that's been happening. And you can be completely anonymous. Yeah. Um, we try to avoid names of venues or any other vendors or anything like that. That's really the only thing we try to avoid because we don't want this to be a shit talking podcast, but it is, this one is kind of, and we love it. What the fuck? I love it. Just here, like, yeah, it's essentially we're sharing grievances. Um, yeah. Sarah and, and I like to share our own grievances every now and again, but we really want to hear from y'all and the shit that y'all go through. So if you would like to submit a, what the fuck moment, um, you can do so at behind the There's a form there. It's very easy, very simple. And we want to hear from you because we love your stories. Oh yeah. So, we are going to air our own grievances first, and then we will get into one or two stories that you guys have written into us today. So do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, let me just get it out of my system. Okay. So the only, you know, people have actually not been doing, like, they, they've been all right. Yay. Which Everyone's is great. Everyone's behaving. Everyone is behaving, which makes it kind of sad for content here. But on the wedding day itself, I like that, obviously. With, except for this one. (laughs) So at a wedding, very large, very, very large, like over 200 people large. Um, the whole entire wedding day in and of itself was a success. It was wonderful. Um, I actually, there was (laughs) in the planning process, there was a couple of vendors that I was actually concerned about and then turned out on wedding day. (laughs) Those were not the vendors that I was concerned about. Um, it turned out to be the people that I wasn't concerned about then they became a concern um there was a plethora of like different things um some of the things also just from the from the guest perspective uh, as well i was kind of like turning my head being like what the fuck (laughs) are you doing (laughs) one of the first things was um started the wedding literally on time 
I always love it when that happens. Obviously, like you would think that it's a goal that every single wedding starts on time. It obviously us in the wedding industry, it, we probably start two five minutes late most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Nope, this wedding started right on time. Love that. I love it. Um, especially because this wedding party was fucking huge. It was massive. Was it your largest? It's in line with the largest. Like I have a it, grievance on that. Oh Jesus! Um, I th- it was nine and nine on both sides. Yeah, yeah. So my largest is ten and ten. Yeah, so grand total the of eighteen fuck. people. It's <laughs> I, ridiculous. Why do you need that many fucking people? I have no idea. You don't know that many people. That many people are not important to you. Have them be guests at that point. Uh, that's ha- what I'm saying, bro. That's your guest count, bro. Make them guests. But thankfully, like. Honestly, normally when I see large bridal parties like that, like there's so much drama. People are like fighting and scratching each other. Not these people. Like they all were like fam, like oh, all together. It worked good. out really nice. Again, that is just the one percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple looked out. I mean, you know, their people were great. Uh, their guests, though, quite a few of them. Um, literally, at, like, as the bride and groom are recessing down the aisle, I have guests that are showing up. They're showing up. Um, I was at a venue with huge property um, that's really well known and really sought after, which is nice. Um, it was technically like our first time as like Tilly and Teal being there, but I have worked at that venue with like other planners, like assisting them like 5 million times. So I am very well familiar like with the property. Um, but I, <laughs> I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like these people showing up literally 30 minutes late to a wedding. And then when they're showing up, they're visiting the welcome table so they can pour themselves like a water cup. And then no they're haste. looking at the zero. And I'm like, and my couple is walking down, like walking back down the aisle and they're like starting to trot. Like the guests are trying to trot up the hill and I like intercede them. And I'm like, Hey, obviously professionally, you know, I'm not being like, why the fuck are you this late? But in my brain. That's what I was saying. Uh, but I literally said like, Hey guys, just letting you know, like the recessional is now happening. This, the wedding ceremony is over. If you actually just want to pivot 90 degrees <laughs> and go the opposite direction, that's where you will find everybody. Um, and I kind of put it into like a, I try to make it the best out of it. And I'm like, Hey, if you actually go that way, you're going to be the first ones at the bar. Mm. Cause yeah. you're fucking late, <laughs> 30 minutes late. Like it, yeah, that was already like my grievance too. And it just wasn't like one or two people. It was a, big group like it was a group of 10 people did they all come together you think i think so okay perhaps that's where a pre-ceremony cocktail hour would be very beneficial Uh, for real man like i just yeah it also doesn't help too that this couple they did not have any guest transportation so that's also another big thing that happens a lot too is if you know when couples don't provide guest transportation willy-nilly out here yep they are just they're just gonna show up like whenever um also one of those guests um in that group wore a white <gasps> bodycon dress and i'm talking stark white it's not there's no pattern on it it is white babe it is full-on white something that you would probably like a bride would wear to her bachelorette party oh no stark white homegirl was like a little teenage girl i don't think she maybe oh. understood like that it was a no-no she came with somebody who knows you would think oh no white white as was hell. anything said in to my, anyone in my head <laughs> did anyone say anything to you nope oh no well, uh i think at one point like bride and i we had kind of like giggled about it like when she was definitely inebriated um and so i was like and i i brought it up because oh. i just wanted to like just to see like what she would say or whatever <laughs> she goes 
Yeah, that's like an extended cousin or whatever. She's like, meh, again, she's inebriated. Obviously, like, if she, if she was sober and, like, we were still, like, in the midst of, you know, doing things or whatever, I obviously, guys, I would never have brought it up. Right. But, like, because it was, I knew yeah. it was a safe set. I'm like, haha, like, ha, look at this person. She wore white. She looked at me and, like, rolled her eyes and she goes, yeah, it's a cousin that I had to invite. And I was like, look. <laughs> <laughs> well damn yeah let's not do that guys bro Come so that now. was uh, say okay so say that was the first thing or whatever not that big of a deal right i mean i'm sure we've all like met with like late guests or whatever mm-hmm. but bro like 30 minutes just the fact that they like walked up to the welcome table and poured themselves like a water cup and i'm like y'all are not even like trying to beeline it up to the ceremony yeah. you're just like let me just show up whenever i'm like what the fuck um anyways uh the other one too is that my what, the, my catering team that day, bro. Oh my god, with the catering teams. Um. Oh my god. Have you ever like poured <laughs> water on an ant hill, <laughs> and you see like what happens to the ants? You didn't torture like bugs when you were little. No, I did. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um. Not with the magnifying glass. I wasn't like that evil. Well, I guess pouring water on their house, that's pretty evil. Anyway, um, like when you pour, like when you do anything to like disturb like an anthill, they all freak out and sure. they're like running around and all that kind of stuff. Picture that. That was my catering kitchen at this wedding. I shit you not. They were running into each other. They were like. Had they never done this before? So I put two and two together that they're a good majority of the staff were hired from like a staffing agency. Oh my God. Yeah. We need to stop doing this because it's not working out. This is the third one that I've heard hiring from a staffing agency. Now there, it was a mixture of people who have, they do work together, but then there was those like, so it was all over chaos. Like in, yeah. Uh, so, okay. How do we avoid this? Like I understand being busy and having multiple weddings in a day, but if you are not able to, you have to say no. You uh, have to say no. You have to not like I I'm overrun gonna, yourself. Correct. I'm not gonna be able to have the capacity to be able to serve your wedding well because I'm not. I don't have enough staff to right. do that on that day. Your guys are shooting yourselves in the foot with these poor staffing things that you're doing. Yes, it's bad. And it's not just catering either, bro. It's not just catering. It looks so bad. Uh-huh. Like I have heard so many times. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. People, I mean, I guess you're okay with it. Are you okay with it? Like, if you're not doing anything to fix it. I I feel like it's just become like a norm, especially with, especially with catering. It's a norm that they will. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. I have no affiliation with any kind of catering. I have no experience. Like, I know nothing. But common sense would tell me that you got to scale back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And stop. I don't want to say being greedy, but I feel like people are just taking just weddings out. Like if you take on more than what you can handle, then the execution, the experience that you're going to give is going to be lower than what like those that have hired you. Like you're not going to be able to fulfill like your obligation. Yeah. Well, it's putting all your eggs everywhere for real and not being able to take care of them. Yeah. And mm. then what, like at the end of the day, like, what are you looking for? Like a badge of honor of like, oh yeah, we had, so Money. whenever a vendor like comes to me and they're like, oh, we had like 10 weddings this weekend. I, in my head, I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> How did it all work out? Like, you know, everything went well, probably to you. But if maybe yeah. if I ask somebody else on like your 10 wedding days or whatever, I'm sure you probably like fucked up somewhere. 
Yeah. There's just not like there's no there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Like at all. Like it's not a badge of honor. Like I already like when I always tell our couples like that we don't I don't do double dipping like on weekends. I don't either. <laughs> I fucked myself this weekend, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. It on, happens. On accident. On accident. But see, and I already know. So I've already put it parameters in place though of like how to protect that. Mm-hmm. But I never on intentionally like put myself on a Saturday wedding and then put myself on a Sunday or vice versa. Right. Same thing with my girls, same thing with like my <clears throat> my assistants, my wedding day supporters. I don't have them do like back-to-back weddings mm-hmm. as, as far as I can help it. Sometimes I fuck up the schedule. <laughs> Poor Emma. That happened to her in September. I was like, I looked at it and I was like, oh shit. I'm so sorry. She's like, it's okay. Sorry. Yeah. I stopped doing double headers too because it's just too much. You can't, you just can't give yourself. You give, I feel like you give a hundred percent of yourself from like Saturday's wedding. Mm-hmm. There's no way I feel like you can give a hundred percent of yourself on mm-hmm. Sunday because you haven't given yourself enough time to recover. Right. There's no fucking way. No, no effing way, like yeah. at all. So yeah, Andres. that was just like my biggest grievance because dinner service was hella slow. Um, and it was, it was bad. It was bad. Y'all. It was so bad to the point where the couple even like the, you could feel it. Ugh. Sometimes I try to avoid, like if you can feel, if I can see that dinner service is slow, I try to avoid it as much as possible. Like for the couples to feel it, yeah. but the couple felt it and they were like, what is going on? Um, and I even had to go to like the cater- like the head of the catering and I was like, you need to get back in your kitchen and like figure out what is going on because everyone is like running around with their heads cut off. People yelling at each other. People are giving direction here, there, everywhere. It's just not, it's not working out. Food was subpar, which I was really bummed about. That's because you can't put all your effort into one. Oh my God. I, I can't stand it. It's wild. Like food, food, photography, venue, mm-hmm. literally top three. lasting impression top three lasting impressions that you i i also want to throw dj in there too because let me tell you something from Uh, a guest perspective the two things that your guests are literally going to remember is um food and the music well food and music and weather wise like in regards to your environment was your venue too cold too hot Mm -hmm. whatever have you that is a lasting impression how they feel yeah on a wedding day that's how so if you offer or you serve shitty food or the food is cold or that's like happens that is something that is like a lasting impression and then if your dj or band can't provide the entertainment mm-hmm. well enough that is also another lasting impression yeah and referrals go a long way oh yeah word of reals. mouth is everything in this business yep so yep. you fuck up on one of those and it's just it, you can write that entire wedding off oh yeah as poor referrals um i can't yeah. stand that so there's uh and then my last little grievance from that same wedding or whatever is that they had two maids of honor two best men i have a wedding coming up that's like that i had told them to tell they and they wanted both of them to do like so all four of them to do toast and the the whole point of it was that they were tag teaming together meaning like maids of honor were Mm -hmm. like sharing a speech together best men were sharing a speech together my DJ went a little rogue on me. He like he wasn't too bad or whatever cuz then he checked in with a couple and asked like if this well sorry. Remember it was supposed to be two maids of honor, two best men, like the girls were going to go first and then the guys were going to go after that in regards to like tag teaming this. That was the original plan. That's what the couple had communicated to me. But then I guess the maids of honor then wrote two separate speeches and the best men wrote two separate speeches. And I don't think they communicated that to their friends, aka the couple. So then when the DJ went and it's, you know, toast given time, DJ went up to like, you know, 
check on them being like, yo, you ready to go? That sort of thing or whatever. Here's that lineup that I've got on the timeline, which is based off of what I had on my timeline. So the DJ was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Um, originally but then the girls were like no we're gonna go girl guy girl guy and he's like that's not what i have and like the main like maid of honor or whatever because there was kind of like a little Mm -hmm. hierarchy between the two of them um she had said like no this is the way that we had all four of us planned it so then he pivoted it but unfortunately the dj didn't tell me that so then when he started and didn't tell the couple that either so then when he started and he started with the best man first I panicked. The couple panicked to the point where a couple looked at me. I looked at them. I looked at the DJ and I was like, no, 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 no. Like it's not supposed to be like that. And normally I'm a person where like, I'm like, let's just pivot, mm-hmm. like whatever, be flexible. Yeah. But they were really adamant about like the girls were supposed to go first and the guys were then supposed, and they're supposed to be tag teaming together, like sharing the same speech. So again, because of the lack of communication from like the maids of honor and the best men to the couple, the couple had no idea that, like it was supposed to be guy, girl, guy, girl. That's how all four of them collaborated together to do it that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you have maid of honor, best man duties, you have to communicate. You got to communicate to your couple because then they panicked and they were mad at their DJ because they thought their DJ went rogue. I thought the DJ went rogue. And then the guy literally came up to me. It was kind of a weird little moment. And it was like, this is what they just told me. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, People are, we've already gotten people's attention. Like, right. let's not continue to like make this drawn out thing. Yeah. Don't just, make it weird. Just go. Um, yeah. So the biggest thing though, 20 fucking minutes. Oh, all four speeches, 20 fucking minutes. They each took five minutes. They each took five minutes to fucking say a speech. Now it, you know, I mean, it seems like it doesn't seem like a long time, but I always tell people wedding time and like real world time two separate experiences five minutes in a wedding timeline that is a long time that is true five minutes like you shooting the shit having coffee with somebody that flies by like real fucking quick on a wedding day especially you have someone who is speaking for five minutes that is a long fucking time to the point where again guy girl guy girl so when it by the time that i got to the last girl the guests, remember, over 200 people, they had already started having side conversations yeah, at the I can't table. Yeah, stand that shit. Like, people, the, you lost the attention. Yeah. People were done. Yeah. Like, and on top of that, for me, I start off our reception. Dinner service was already slow, so people were already irritated. Like, they had been sitting in their chairs for way too long. Yeah. Because dinner service was slow. And now we're going into toast. So now each toast has been five minutes. And we hadn't even done the parent dances yet either. <gasps> yeah so um oh we gotta get this shit done for real and like the and they're young like these like you know they're young like the early 20s or whatever and so they like could not read the room so our last chica she literally first of all i think she was nervous which is normal for people who don't public speak on on the daily um she was nervous. So every time she said like a line, she would laugh after that. And you could barely understand her because she was so nervous. Like, well, yeah, she's I love every- home. <laughs> like, I love the groom. <laughs> like it just, it was wild. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like, first of all, my ears are bleeding. Second of all, this is excruciating because I know this is going to take fucking forever. Cause she had a fucking long ass piece of paper. And I'm like, she's going to literally, she's not uh, going to pivot. She's I not going to be flexible. So like, 
cringy when I see the length of people's speeches when they're like back front four pages. I'm like, this is not the time. No, this is not the time. Like, we just we we love you, but just say congratulations and move on. Nobody, yeah, maybe nobody share one cute short story of yeah. like you know how y'all became friends or like how you knew that the couple was meant for each other. I would really love. To have toasts kind of go to the wayside unless it's uh-huh. a very important person. So the funny thing that you say that, remember, I just got back from Alabama. I was part of a mastermind yeah. or whatever, and I learned all about Southern weddings and how they do it down there in the deep south. Let me tell you something. Jesus. <laughs> First of all, a full sit down dinner is rare for a wedding. Oh, they do cocktail style receptions. That is the norm. That is the norm because they have large weddings like huge yeah. because you got to invite every single auntie, uncle, yeah. whatever have you. Cocktail style receptions are more um, of the norm. Whereas obviously up here. Yeah. But Southern people like to drink. That's enough food. Or do they just constantly pass? Hors d'oeuvres? Uh, oh yeah. All <gasps> night long. It's just hors d'oeuvre thing. That. all night long. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, obviously you've got the bar and all that kind of stuff, but speeches though, don't happen on a wedding day. The only person that is giving a toast is the host, which typically is brides. That is, it is still very traditional yeah. where brides parents are paying for the wedding day. The groom's parents are paying for the rehearsal dinner. That is still like, it is very, very rare where the couple is even like paying for their weddings down there. See, I like that. I will. I feel like this whole maid of honor, best man giving a speech thing is so traditional at this point that it's like, seems like it's necessary but in reality it's really not and y'all have the same fucking speeches bro like y'all are chat gpt in these speeches out here and it shows using the same one-liners yeah. like trying if to I, like crack a joke and all that kind of stuff if i like, hear one and it gets the crowd every time every time if i hear one more all right bride put your hand on the table oh my god groom put your hand on top of hers now, how does it feel to have the last of to- uh, this be the last time you have an upper hand? <laughs> like it, if you have to Google it, it's been done. <laughs> like if you have to Google it. If it's if it's something you find off of Google, it's if been it's done. Yeah. yeah. Then like don't add it into your fucking speech. I, don't do that. Yeah. Like I think we need to just kind of just check them out. I do tell my couples now. It's I not tell necessary. them. I literally do tell them. I said, look. You don't have to have speeches. If anything, if you do want to have any kind of speech, you want to give that to somebody, do it at the rehearsal dinner because it's a smaller, yeah, smaller amount of folks there. And those and it's are not the people that are care. Correct. Because then when you stick people who don't do public speaking on the regular in front of a bunch of eyeballs, shit can go sideways real fucking quick. My poor brother-in-law who had to be best man he it was his life goal to be my husband's best man uh did not realize that he had to give a speech had to give a speech yeah um in reality i would have probably nixed speeches altogether if i had known like that was something that you could do uh he choked oh no in front of and i feel so bad he yeah he had a whole thing it was beautifully written and then stood up there and could not say anything like literally could not say anything ended up just being like congratulations love you bye and it was bad it was bad to the point we were all like i was like telling my husband i was like babe i think we need to help him like somebody needs to say something but like it was bad so like if you know somebody can't give a speech don't do that just don't do it to them it's not necessary like anyway start telling your couples you don't have to do a speech bro you don't have to do like parent dances so i have some parents too where like 
the the couples are making their parents come up and do dances with them and the parents are like cringing on the inside i'm like you don't have to do that you don't have to do anything for real just have fun for real enjoy your party leave the formalities at home you don't need to do them so with that last and i'll end it with this one for that um that last bridesmaid or the last maid of honor or whatever, because people were literally having side conversations, like full blown. It's like, it's noise now. Remember, and they also had a videographer. So this shit is literally being filmed. She shushed everybody (gasps) in the microphone. She's like, I'm not done talking. Like shushed them and was irritated. Don't shush. Cause I feel like that'll upset people's ears, but I, want to die i died we all died inside i was like it's like a one two three eyes on me for real bro like if you can hear me clap your hands like i to me if i had been in her position and i would have just said thank you bye yeah i and then just giving the piece of paper to the bride later being like this is what i intended to like share with you and all that kind of stuff too but nope homegirl literally was like i'm not done or whatever and then again did the nervous laughter after that and was like and i was like I almost oh, wanted to go to the okay. DJ being like Oscar style, like just crank the music up and like, yeah. let's get her out of there. But poor I've always poor wanted, lady. I've always like wanted to kind of do that. Like how bad that like, I probably, I want to do it so bad. I probably would have gotten, like, gotten yelled at being like, why the fuck would my wedding planner do that? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's rude. But it's fuck. like, also people need like, we need like a time cue of some kind for people that like if you hear like the chimes your time's up like we're like bitches be out here giving full life stories I have sometimes like i've stayed like near depending on like how i can position myself i will try to be like in eyesight yeah, potentially and, of, like, and i'm like wrap it up doing this in the yeah. background or whatever and like just, yeah but i would hate to see that i know it sucks though because i mean people need time cues because otherwise they'd be going off the rails that's that's the one thing now even after me have doing this like for many many years i'm like can i is that overstepping boundaries like am i responsible for doing something or whatever i feel like if somebody i think it's out of your hands at that point see that i think that's what it is whatever but otherwise you look like a it's like diva wedding player yeah, or, or like a dictator now obviously if they're if someone is like suffering up there i feel yeah. like like literally suffering you just like rip the mic out of your hands and thank you i probably be like, seat. <laughs> like a tissue and like you know okay we can do like this way if no but if like someone is like practically drowning right do you know what i mean yeah somebody save but somebody yeah. Yeah. there are times where things are just kind of out of your I hands i can't do anything now that was like that time that where I was like, my girls, like the, my team was like looking at me like, do we do something? And I'm like, you just got to let her ride. Yep. Ride the wave. They actually, the two of them, um, that day, they like walked out the room. They were like, I can't do it. The second hand embarrassment. Like I'm literally cringing on the inside. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, go get you a little like dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, well, my, gr- are you done? Yes. Okay, cool. I had to think about it. I was like, uh, yeah. It was that, was that all? Um, my grievance, I had a different grievance, but I, talking about DJs, I think I need to have this grievance instead. Oh, God. Um, so, this DJ, um, this is about MCs. Oh, dear. There's a difference between being a good DJ and being a good MC. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do both, get an MC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this DJ. Oh, shit cannot oh no could not this is the second time i've worked with him oh shit he cannot mc for the life of him fuck 
and I'm not going to get into specifics because it'll be prevalent onto who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but this DJ narrated what things that were happening. What? Yeah. So like, you know, like if there's a lull in between like uh, the the DJ announcing. So let's give an example. The DJ announcing parent dances or like having everyone sit down for toasts or like going and cutting the cake. You know, there's like a lull in between those events happening to get them to happen. Yeah, there's a transition. He can't handle transitions. So he narrates what's going on. What? In the middle of the transition, like, oh, so-and-so is grabbing her mom or her dad. Here they come. Or we're oh, walking Jesus. over or. Um, like filling in airtime. It literally narrating the entire Stop. Stop. time. There's a transition. <laughs> um, like, oh, where is the bride? Like saying names. Like, where's the bride? Oh, here she is. She's coming up the stairs. Here she comes. She's making her way over. Oh, nope. She got distracted. Like literally the whole fucking time and i was like no and then that same dj i think has a very odd sense of humor very dry oh, no. so you can't tell if he is being serious or if he is being a dry sarcastic funny so like um on the timeline there was introductions, right? And uh, I asked him, I went over to him and I was like, hey, are you going to go talk to them um, before the introductions? Because I usually do that and be like, hey, if you, this 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 venue in particular, it's a very long walk from where they come up for introductions to the dance floor. Okay. So I can't be in two places at once. So I don't want them to do like their fun dancey dance over where they first come up oh, and gotcha. then I'm, I don't get yeah. what they do on the dance floor. Cause everyone always wants to do a dancey dance as they come up cause they're getting introduced and it's exciting, but I can't see it from that far away. So I wanted to ask him like, Hey, and I usually ask them like, Hey, if you talk to them, can you please tell them to not do whatever it is they're going to do until they get to the dance floor? Cause I'm already lit, like set up and lit and everything for the dance floor. Yeah. And so I went to him and I was like, Hey, are you going to go talk to them? And he was like, why should I? Uh, they're all coming up together and I was like oh I didn't know that and he was like well do you have the itinerary and very like very dry but also very like not rude but just like you should know this like do you not have the itinerary and I was like I mean I have my itinerary but I don't have your itinerary and he was like well this is what mine says and like shows it to me and it says like they're all coming up together and I was like oh okay like, you could just say, no, they're all coming up together. I don't need to talk why to them. Why are a dick about it? Yeah, Jesus. like, why do you have to be... And then he, like, kind of laughed about it. And I'm like, so were you serious? Or were you joking with me and, like, just being, like, weirdly dry and sarcastic? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. But I don't have time for this. Like, whatever this is that you're doing. Um, and all I needed was a yes or no. <laughs> Simple as shit. Simple as that. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like nobody shared your DJ timeline with me. I apologize. Like the fuck. <laughs> um, and then he flip flopped the. Uh, so they did a champagne pour 
and then they did their cake cutting and then they did their um parent dances right because they i wasn't made aware that they were transitioning the parent dances into bringing everyone up on the dance floor oh shit so in my timeline in the original timeline that we talked about which they got from the planner they were going to do parent dances and then they were going to do the cake cutting and then they were going to do the champagne pour as like the woo yay let's now let's all party kind of thing so they flip-flopped it so i panicked and the dj or the why real quick why that got flip-flopped or whatever because the dj convinced them to do that i've had absolutely several times i get it and it made sense because the dj convinced them to invite everyone on the dance floor because the 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 um the groom and the mom ended up like doing the remix and then they went into like a party song oh, from like a like cute, a slow cute. song and then they remixed mm-hmm. and they put sunglasses on and then everyone got invited to the dance floor made total sense just tell me like just do I it i was about to say your and then, coordinator should let you know ahead of time or the dj or something i don't know She's... if the dj just like decided that and didn't tell anyone oh shit or whatever but um the videographer and i panicked because video already is set up for um parent dances yes and the cake cutting and the uh champagne um pour were separate off the dance floor so it was like dance floor and then we had to go behind like it's a big big barn so we had to go behind and like he i'm fine but the videographer needed to bring all of his lights over and like all that stuff to light the the cake so we had already set up for parent dances because that was what was in the timeline shit so he went rogue or whatever and decided that we were going to do cake cutting and champagne pour first. And then I looked at him and I was like, are they doing parent dances? Like, did we just skip parent dances altogether? Like, and he was like, he was like after the cake cutting, like he got like really aggressive with it and was like, yeah, after the cake cutting or after this. And I was like, oh, okay. Somebody could have informed me like videographers already fucking set up for parent dances on the dance floor. Like we had, and then now he's scrambling, grabbing all of his lighting equipment. Oh, half, poor guy. Yeah, it was. Shit. So my grievance is like, we got to share timelines and don't be dicks about certain timelines, like situations. Like it was also on me. I guess I should have at the very beginning, like double checked our timeline because i usually go over and i'm like hey like here's my timeline here's your timeline let's make sure we're Dude, all on the isn't same that page. the worst like the one time maybe that you don't yeah. do it just based off of time or whatever have you uh trust i don't know <laughs> like dude something dude went i mean i don't know and then the whole narrating thing i was like i'm never working with this man again like i went to the planner and i was like so do you like him and he's she was like yeah we work together all the time and i'm like okay <laughs> Um, she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. Like, you said nothing. No, I ended up telling her. But, okay. I was about um, to Sarah. No, Jesus I ended up telling Christ. her. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry that, you know, that's happening. Because to me, like, even I'm also thinking about it from a videographer standpoint. That means all that narrating bits, that video, mm-hmm. that is included in your wedding film to some degree. Yeah. He has to edit it all out if he doesn't want it. If but he's the whole, able to. Yeah. The whole narrating thing when he started, it was so cringy. No, it like doesn't. Bro. It's not cute. I think he was trying to be cute and it's not cute. And I think that happened to one of your girls too. Cause it was at my, my wedding with her. And I don't think I know it happened, but, um, there was a, the MC, but it wasn't an MC. It was like a guest that was, uh, MCing like the specific portion of the wedding. Love that. Yeah. Which is a whole nother thing, but mm. it was like a cultural thing. Uh, oh, and, yes, yes, yes. yeah. And he ended up calling out Rena. 
They told me this. Yeah. It, which is so inappropriate on so yeah. many levels. She did tell me about this. Yeah. That they were looking for a particular item that in that particular item was exactly where it needed to be. Yeah. Had somebody just open up their fucking eyeballs. Yeah. So the MC ended up calling out, not calling her out, but like asking like, by name like where's Rena? it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall it is and it is don't call out the help man don't do we're that. not the help don't say okay, that sorry don't sorry. do that okay i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> um but yes <laughs> but it is it is exactly like that that's what it felt like it felt like you were breaking a fourth wall that like now this person who is supposed to be behind the scenes and like she's exposed yeah it's like it's like showing oz for that's what it felt like it was like showing oz and like pulling back the curtain and i don't like that i always wondered if like other people have that feeling too like other vendors have that feeling of like we try so hard to like stay as much out of the way like out of the spotlight as possible yes so that it feels like this wedding is being thrown together at like last minute and it's beautifully remarkably doing well i can't stand as a photographer i can't stand when they're looking for me like i always want to be there Mm -hmm. so that nobody's ever looking for me so as like i'm like following not following them around but like i'm watching like when people are getting into groups i'm like oh i'm gonna get this so like people aren't looking for me like Uh i don't ever want to be called by name same like i don't want to ever be like where is sarah like that means i'm not doing my job there's been a couple of times where I, Unless I'm eating, then leave me really, the fuck alone. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a couple of times where um, it's nice, but at the same time, I'm like, no, necessary. I know what you're gonna say because I feel the same way. Where they've they've shouted me out like in a, yep. in a thank you speech. Yep. And I, again, I love the acknowledgement, but I'm I'm just tip me. I thank you. <laughs> like, tip me. Leave me a really great review. Yeah. Send me a love note via email or whatever. Yeah. But like literally, um, and again, it's very. Uh, I'm very humbled and I'm very grateful. Um, but I'm also sinking into the wall. It yeah. Because I also then, because if you're calling me out, that means people are going to look for me. My hair's a mess. I'm probably a little flushed. I, you know, by the time that we're getting to this point or whatever, like this is where my adrenaline is starting to come down because mm-hmm. like now you're tired. The wedding is you're like pretty the wave practically done at this point. Like we're just going to dance our little booties off and y'all are going to be good to go. Like I'm I'm sweating. My hair's everywhere. My makeup's probably a little yeah, bit. Around. You're, you're just like coming from the corner like a gremlin like. Hey. hey or i probably have like my dinner or like a piece yeah. of cake in my hand i'm like yeah yep. hello <laughs> yeah it's that happened a I. few times again very thankful for it but at the same time i'm like oh god yeah. i have never thankfully i've never been thanked i mean i i get it but every time they thank somebody else like a vendor i'm like oh my god that's so cringy watching you like <laughs> hey like shaking your hands like thank you thank you doing a bow like what do you want from me literally that's also like like, what am i supposed to do it's kind of like when someone is like singing happy birthday to you what the fuck are you supposed to do right you just look around awkwardly yeah i get it yeah uh thank you you so much stop looking at me or sometimes i feel really bad if i i've it's happened just one time where i've heard my name through the microphone but I'm not in the room. See? Because I'm also doing, I'm doing something. I'm right. doing my job. I'm but doing it something looks else. Bad. It, I know. It looks like you're not doing your job. <laughs> but I'm, and you're I'm like, like doing my job somewhere else yeah. in a different room. Yeah, yeah. You're doing like three jobs at this point. Like trying to, oh God, wow. I can't stand that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, I'm grateful and I'm very thankful for it. I, yes, I am. I'm not bitching about it or whatever. I'm just sometimes. It's uncomfy. It's uncomfy. 
getting called out at all. Like, even if I'm like standing up at the front of the ceremony and they're like, you know, we have professional photographers like that's my name's been called out before. Like, oh, Sarah, our professional photographer will be taking great photos. Like, please put your phones away. And I'm like, please stop calling me by name. (laughs) Like, don't like I'm I'm not here. I'm already up here standing next to you very awkwardly for the last (laughs) 10 minutes waiting for the fucking ceremony to start. And everyone's staring at me. And now they really are. So please, we all know I'm here. Just just put your phones away. And I'm like, I always want to be like, yeah, put your fucking phones away. You heard him. Like, what do I? Hello. Like, just I will sm- cut you. Yeah, just smile and wave. I don't know. It's smile just and wave, boys. very smile uncomfortable. And wave. Mm. Um, that's the end of my grievance. Like the whole fucking narrating thing. That was just the cringiest shit I ever heard. Bro, don't do that. Don't do, fucking do that. Get an MC if you can't MC and just. Or the same time or whatever, just be confident because that to me yeah, it's, screams it's lack, lack of, confidence. of confidence. That's really what it was. It was very much lack of confidence. Hell no. Yeah. And he wasn't that great. You didn't hear me say that. Um, <laughs> anywho. Uh, what do you got for us? <laughs> okay. So. I'll lose my shit. This person. So this person said they would like to not remain anonymous and they don't care about it. However, there are a lot of names dropped in this Oh God! as far as venues and people and stuff. So I am going to executive decision and keep this person anonymous just for the sake of. Are we putting fake names in here too? I think that's too hard for me. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to say venue or person. Okay. Um, I'll try and keep it. Reminder, you guys, most of the half the time that we do What the Fuck Wednesdays, I don't read them. So sometimes this is my very first time of me ever listening to yeah. this. I, I, take, I, I take that responsibility on making sure that we have them and then I can't handle not reading it. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to keep you anonymous. I'm sorry, but I think it's for your best interest. <laughs> We're helping you. I'm helping you. Jesus, that bad? It's pretty bad. Holy shit. Yeah. And you did read this one, so you'll know. Oh, once I start talking. Okay. Um, and it's long, so we might only have time for, for one. This one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Let's so, choose. I think you, I think you briefly mentioned in the last "What the Fuck Wednesday," but I have an inquiry story turned nightmare. Oh, I am okay. an off. I am awful at making things short. So he- take what you want and leave what you don't. I got an inquiry for a wedding at blank venue. It was my first wedding at this venue and I have really wanted to get back there now um, that I've grown and love where I am at now. And I totally understand. Uh, Anyway, I have a phone consult and red flag for me. Number one, she could not get off the phone with me faster. Fine. Maybe she was busy and squeezing me into her day, but she also alluded to that her budget was originally uh, $2,500 for a photo and she loved my style, but that was as much as she was willing to pay. Uh, I had a con, I got her contract ready and, oh, um, she originally said that her budget was $2,500, but she loved my style so much that she was willing to pay that. Um, and so she got her contract ready and sent it to her and then she responds back with, so I read in the contract that we would be required to serve you and your partner a meal. I don't think that's appropriate for someone I'd be hiring to do a job that they are already getting paid for. So considering a meal is on the average of $200 with inflation, packing a lunch in a cooler is ideal. If that is something that you can remove from the contract, I'd be more than happy to make a payment today, or we would be okay with deducting $400 off of the package. 
I respond, letting her know that, yes, I require meals and I require it to be equivalent to the main entree that the guests are being served. No Uncrustables and Apple for me, please. LOL. The reason being is that we are typically never having downtime and packing a meal, storing it and preparing it is not an option on wedding days, especially where the venue is. Leaving food there, uh, leaving there for food is not an option either. Additionally, I did not let her know this, but I am from Richmond and I do DMV weddings at no extra charge. But I really need a solid meal in that case because this is a long day with driving. So I send her some people that cost a bit less so that she can still feed them but also afford them. She then anonymously posts about needing a photographer in the same date and same town but wants someone who does not require to be fed. A friend sees it and sends it to me. In the post, she argues with the commenters that a construction worker can eat out in their car, so can a photographer. People tell her vendor meals are cheaper and that she should feed the team. Around the same time, she emails back and says, Yes, so I just asked around and I was informed that the vendor meal is typically a reduced price, which is doable. So in that case, I'll be happy to do that for you and your partner. That makes more sense. Uh, with that being said, I will process the payment for sure tomorrow because I don't want to miss out on an amazing photographer like yourself. This is about the same time that this specific photographer group went uh, had a viral post about someone who got a fake review because she commented on the post defending the photographers. And then my post that also went into that group um, uh, viral that went viral in that group is posted by me trying to find a way to word it to her that I'm not working for her. Um, everyone under the sun commented to run. So I plan to. I hope that makes sense. I think it does. Mm -hmm. um, in the meanwhile, as I'm deciding what to write to her, I get four phone calls from her. This is why I was so hesitant on calling. Uh, um, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, wait, no. That, this is why I was so hesitant on calling our mutual bride for a consultation. She's talking to you, Katie. Um, oh, oh, oh. This had just happened. And then uh, since I try not to give out my phone number until they're after, until after they're booked. Um, another, And then I got another phone call from her fiancé. I answered none of them, but thank the Lord for caller ID. I also got a random inquiry, quote unquote, for the same date and location with no personal information. I finally emailed her back, letting her know that I am not a good fit for her. She responds with, wow, all because I didn't know how vendor meals work. You're really that greedy. People pay thousands of dollars for a wedding not to have uh, to provide a meal for someone they're paying to do a job. I work eight plus hour shifts in healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> parentheses a real job and don't, don't get paid nearly oh, as much in one day that you do God. you're making someone's three months salary and your biggest concern is not getting a meal from your bride and groom wishing you the best of luck with that one i work my ass off three jobs and i'm still trying to make ends meet i know what an investment is i know what the investment is better than anyone yet i still would not change anything with my pricing i was blown away but happy i was not a victim of her fake name reviews until i actually was a few weeks later i got a review from someone with the same name as the person who wrote the other girl a bad review except mine is on google and if you don't know it is impossible to get a google review down the review just says greedy and rude don't waste your time and money not responsive either so that's it that's my story lesson is you can't stop crazy that was a long what one. What the fuck? Ooh, I need a sip of water after that. Good God. I I don't even know like where to start. 
Yeah. From the vendor meal situation to the yeah. real job. Yeah. That's just. I work in healthcare. A real job. Yeah, fuck off. No. Uh, you dodged a bullet, first of all. Jesus Christ. Go with your gut instincts, always. Um, you've dodged a crazy, a crazy at that point. Uh, what's really fun is I saw that viral post in the group because we're in the same mutual group. Um, I saw that viral post before she wrote in and, um, I never comment on things cause I always second guess my, my opinions, but, um, yeah, I saw that before she wrote in when she wrote in, I was like, oh shit, I know this. It's exciting. Bro. What yeah. the hell? Yup. So, I mean, I don't really think we need any explanation because I think that's just crazy. That whole thing is just like a what? Yeah, that How whole thing is a what the fuck moment. Ever. Jesus Christ, man. We can, we can run this into a vendor meal grievance if we want to because it kind of relates. But I have, I have issues. I, ha- I just got the most evil smirk on my face <laughs> just now. I have issues with the whole vendor meal thing. Because I get it, it's expensive, but also we are there for a very, very long time. Also, like vendor meals, though, are literally they are cheaper. Are they? I did not know that. Yes, the okay. caterers do not. Most like the caterers that sorry, the caterers that I work with, they do not charge the same price per a guest than they do for an actual. Even vendor. if it's the full meal. Yes. Oh, that's nice. I did not know that. So the issue I have is with the catering companies that one don't provide a vendor meal and give you whatever or like an actual guest meal and give you some random shit that I've been told is leftover from the prior. It can be left. If you're getting like a different meal than what the guests are getting, chances are it's leftover from like the prior event. That they're just like reheating for I'm you. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Um, also, if you're not, why are you making an entirely different meal when See, it's cheaper? Well, that's the shit that I don't understand. Like, I feel like you're doing more work for yourself having right. to like create a whole ass other meal. Right. Make it make sense, bro. Make it I don't, make sense. I don't get that. And then also like if put yourself in our shoes. Like if you were working non-stop for however many hours at least probably six plus hours from a photographer standpoint and a planner standpoint we're already at least working six hours deep into this once dinner starts and ish sometimes five oh no it's more for me well you yes i'm i'm at like probably six once <coughs> yes. the time dinner starts mm-hmm. um put yourself in our shoes do you want to eat like a pb and j or would you really love to eat what the guests are eating like it's a great it's a great I also want to give it to, to like the perspective of like you know when you go at, because I feel like the wedding industry is like one of the industry like one of one of I don't know if there's other industries that are not regulated there it's we're not regulated right so like for example you know like when you actually work for like other like I don't want to say legitimate businesses I like other like businesses or whatever like in like the break room you have the big huge like Department of Labor poster that they're supposed to right. sign in there or whatever and it's and it in the Department of Labor like little poster it says like if you work this many hours you're guaranteed this like there are laws by it right in the wedding industry we because we're all I think it's because we're like small business or like independent contractors technically that the labor laws don't apply right. Can you... Am- do they? Have we asked anyone? I wonder if they do. 
Yo, I don't know. I wonder if they do. If you're listening to this and you know anything about this, please write in. My first assumption was that like, no, because I technically were like independent contractors and I don't. Yeah, but we're still contracted. Yeah, but the independent contractor, though, they are the ones who set the rules. Mm-hmm. That's why we put it into our contracts. You have to feed us mm-hmm. because by law, I don't think that somebody has to feed us unless we have we put that into the requirement. I see. Do you we're, know what I mean? We are regulating ourselves. Yeah. So like, much. for example, I'm thinking about like when you hire a contractor to come to your house and they are they're contracting them to paint the whole entire house they might put in their contract hey if we are at your house like for eight hours we do take one hour just Mm -hmm. to do like a lunch break or something like that that's the way that i look at it is that it's their response but because it's a contractor type situation it's not an employee and so with in the wedding industry we all are independent contractors that these couples are hiring so we have to set the tone Mm -hmm. of like when you contract us these are the requirements that we have in order for us to do the job that you're hiring us to do. Yeah. I read some of the comments on that post and I remember a lot of them saying like, if that's fine, like if you don't want to feed me, totally fine, but I will be taking an hour long break. I've read photographer, Uh, other vendors contracts when I'm looking at my contracts for my couples or whatever. Yeah. All the same line because I have to now leave the venue and potentially miss as a photographer. Have you ever had to do that? No, no. My couples are nice. Praise God. Yeah. I mean, I have been fed shitty vendor meals before. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, but uh, that was when I first started and was not advocating for myself. Uh, I There is a catering team that we work with often, unfortunately. Yeah. That on the inside, I have heard that this person has ranted about why should the vendors get fed, period. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's not on you. That's not up to you. For real. Like um, your couples are fuck off. Your couples are paying for it. Why do you care? It's Why not like do your you couples care? are asking you to feed the vendors for free. Yeah. Like they're, they're paying for it. Yeah. So I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> and I think that honestly, like word of mouth from as, as a vendor speaks of volumes because we know the back end and we Uh know we've seen we've seen how you work we see how you how you function as a team we see how you treat your vendors how you treat everyone else around you how you treat people that may or may not have anything to do with you but how you treat them reflects how you are referred yep and we advocate for the people that we like I mean, I, I would never advocate for somebody that doesn't like there are a couple catering teams that I just I will never and I will tell people yep. ahead of time. I have no business telling people my opinions on things. But when they ask, I'm like, hey, you need to watch out for this caterer. If they tell me that they're like going in and like having a tasting or whatever, I'm be like, this is what has happened in the past. I just need you to be aware of this before you spend a fuck ton of money on them and have poor service. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't think people, I don't think (laughs) you just described my entire job. (laughs) I know, but like, I don't think caterers specifically and DJs or whatever understand that the people that they are collaborating with to create this event for people are the ones that are referring them. Yeah, because yes, you have maybe you have shitty food, but if you have a great 
like if you have great staff and great presence mm-hmm. and whatever, that makes up tenfold for yep. the potentially low quality food. Yep. But if you have great food and you have shitty customer service and shitty staff, it don't matter to me. It don't matter. Nope. Absolutely not. Because we're the ones that have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. So anyway, anywho. Uh, yeah, I don't the whole vendor meal things. Yeah, I just and I think I mean it is it is known, it is not new. This it's is, yeah, this it's is not, a new, not new that the vent some vendors need to be fed a lot quicker if they are provided a oh meal. Oh my god, like it's not new. The most recent ones, especially when I have bands. When I have when I have bands or whatever, bands in comparison to DJs, their contracts are very very different, similar but very different because the band is literally contracted a certain amount of hours of playtime, right? Because they have to take breaks in between, right? Normally it's about a fifteen minute break. Typically every forty five to an hour set they do a fifteen minute break. So for my catering teams, the fact that you are refusing. To feed the vendor team in general all at the same time, but even more specifically, the band right at the same time that the couple is getting fed, you are literally inserting yourself in breach of contract for the band to the client. Because now what ends up happening is that you're taking away their playtime, like their airtime or whatever, in playing. And so technically then the band is going to be in breach of contract to the couple because the the wedding is said and done over, maybe they only played three three hours instead of the four right. that they're contracted for because you refuse to feed them during the hour dinner service that we had now we now you've taken up two hours worth of dinner service one hour was for the guests and for the couple and the other hour or like 30 minutes was for the vendor team yeah. it doesn't make sense to me i have kind of a controversial question to ask on that okay go um i find it odd I guess it's not a question. I guess it's more of my opinion or and something that you can bounce back off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it odd that people that have not been there, like, like the photo booth guy or mm-hmm. like the the DJs most most of the, most of the time, if they're not like DJing the entire like ceremony and everything, but like bands, live bands are usually setting up during cocktail hour. Uh-huh. Or whatever, or like right, but like during the ceremony, they're setting up inside or whatever. Yeah. Um. I just find it odd that those people are required to be fed a when meal. they've a meal when they've only been there for maybe three to four hours, or yeah. they will only be there for three to four hours. You have to look at it from a perspective of one. It is technically during a, a dinner hour, so right. they would be if they don't get fed, they they're missing a complete meal in general, in yeah. and of itself because they don't have their currently at a time and place where they're not able to like have like they're not able to have dinner at all okay um and to uh, look at it from the perspective of um how we like your time frame started maybe three hours beforehand but you're not staying sometimes you're not staying all the way to the very end right but they are staying to the very very end and so now they're like eight hour most bands are not there like yeah for eight hours yeah valid um or DJs, they're not there necessarily like for eight hours. Uh, hold on, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, nine hours. Because I'm thinking about like my DJs if they're loading in. I'm just more so. I think DJs. 
I guess DJs are a little different because a lot of the times they're setting up for ceremony and they've been there mm-hmm. for an hour prior to and then they're staying all the way to the end. But it's more so like the photo booth guy or oh, like yeah. the random like attendant or like something that's just like super random that they've only there like they're only contracted for like three hours but yet require so a if, meal for like my photo booth people or like those kind of specialty rentals where they're there for a small amount it is actually in my opinion it's rare for them to um have a vendor meal clause in their contract okay. unless they have state like they will normally state I have seen where if they're more if they're there for more than four hours, then they do say like, hey, we're required a meal of some kind. But normally if they're there for a short amount of time. um, Yeah, I don't. mm -mm. Okay. And that honestly, if they're given a vendor meal, it's just because the the couple or myself, they're already there. We're already getting vendor meals anyway. It's it's a courtesy. Yeah. But most of like those like photo booth people that are just coming like maybe an hour before reception has started and they're setting up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of them don't. Okay. Yeah. Because when I see them, I'm like, you haven't been here for very long. Why like I had, um, whatchamacallit, I did have a um, a live wedding painter where mm-hmm. she was only contracted for four hours. And technically in her contract, she was not, like it. she didn't have to require vending meals. Or she, actually, I think she had said like, hey, I'll just bring my own stuff. And I'm like, is it because of allergies or like whatever? She's like, no. Well, she's also, she's been, she's newer. And so she's like, no, I just bring my own thing. And I'm like, well, we're already eating dinner. Yeah. So, like, I can bring you one. I can bring you a vendor meal. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. Like, it's, you know, that, what is it? No harm, no foul type situation. Um, and she was thankful for it. But she didn't have it, like, okay. in uh, in her. And then I educated her. And I'm like, if you're going to be here for more than four hours, I just would encourage you to put something in there that you get fed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to circle back, the whole it's not new thing. Um, it's not new that toasts happen when the last table is served. And if toasts are happening when the last table is served and then you're not serving until after everyone is served, I'm in the middle of doing toasts and the videographer's in the middle of doing toasts and the DJ is in the middle of emceeing the toasts. I don't understand why caterers can't think. I I, 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 just, I explain this to them every single time whenever I get pushback about vendor meals. No, we feed you after all the guests have been fed. Bitch, it's not a have, hierarchy thing. Bro, it's a, we it's have a timeline to work. thing. Yeah. We go back to work then. Our yeah. break time is now over. Yeah. Like we are like we're not photographing y'all are not photographing people sticking a fork in their mouth. No. You're not photographing like people coming up and having conversations with the bride and groom at the head and sweetheart table, which also is another fucking thing that drives yeah. me nuts. Um, but like I would just allot the time that i mean it's it's gonna happen every fucking wedding just a lot the time that when you feed the bride when you put the bride and groom's plate together you put a the, the x amount of plates what together. i've now started doing is i've started requesting hey when you guys are like in the moment of transitioning from cocktail hour to dinner service go ahead and just plate the vendor meals immediately and you don't worry about the staff yeah like bringing it just, i will my team my my planning team i'll come we get will, it we will physically come and get it to you yeah we will come and grab it from you just because if, i don't need service because sometimes mm. catering teams i think Again, no one has actually said this to me, like, to my face about, like, well, hey, like, we just need the staff to, like, they're all busy, like, doing dinner service for the guests or whatever. No one has said that to me, but I'm starting to put two and two together as to, like, maybe that's the reason why that they're, like, kicking and screaming about it. If that is the case, by God, I will come and get a tray and I will literally take all the vendor meals. I don't have a problem with that. But you simply coming to me and telling me, no, you don't get fed until all the guests have been fed. You are a moron. You're a moron because put it into perspective. 
It's stupid. We have to go back to work. The DJ, the band has to go back to work. It's their time to shine now. Honestly, at this point, it's their, it's go time for them. Okay. The photographer and the videographer, they're only here for two more hours or whatever. And now if you really want it to be that way, put now that whole thing. Everyone's only there for two more hours. Sometimes we're there for another four hours. Yeah, This is true. Yeah. If if they've contracted y'all to stay to the very end of the evening, which I don't understand why they do that to you. I feel so bad. I'm like, I can only take so many like exits, faux send off people. I know. Yeah. I know. Anyways. Um, I advocate for y'all. I'm like, I know you do. You bitches want to go home. (laughs) And lay down. Uh, me too. But, you know, I signed up for what I signed up for. So it's fine. Uh, but at any rate, um, I got to make sure a drunken de- de- uh, guest doesn't like burn themselves with a fucking sparkler. Anyway, <sighs> babysitting adults. Um, what was I going to say? I-, I just, just put the catering teams, put yourself now into your couple's shoes. If you are refusing your vendor teams to eat until after the guests are eating, you now are forcing your couple's wedding reception to fall behind on their timeline. Yeah. It is your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. It is your fucking just, fault. I just don't get it. I don't know if it's like, I don't know, bro. I, I don't, don't know. know. I think it's because they were like, well, like we are contracted to serve the guests and blah, blah, blah. So the kind of stuff like the catering teams look at us as help only. And like we get like the scraps or whatever. Not the, We don't actually get scraps. Um, vendor meal, you know, especially those that are the full entree. But they think of us as last. And I, okay, look, I understand. Kind of like you're similar. Um, uh, you said in one of our latest episodes where you had said like in regards to vendor galleries, mm-hmm. you focus on the client gets the gallery first and the vendors get it second. Sure. But you still send it. To oh, this them. is coming out before the vendor gallery, that episode, but it's fine. Oh, my Easter bad. egg. Whoops. There we go. <laughs> we talk about vendor galleries. Um, yeah, I can't remember like where our, t- uh, scheduling is, but anyway, it's just, I try to advocate now and even so to the point where uh, I've gotten so calloused about it that now at final walkthroughs in front of the client, in front of the client's parents, I've literally looked the caterer in the eyeball and I've said, and I also want to confirm that the vendor meals will be fed at the exact same time as the couple. Good for you. Because now what the fuck are you going to say? Yeah. So had a phone call last night with a couple and I had told them, Hey, just an FYI. You've got a you've got a caterer that I work with often and this is what they typically do in regards to vendor meals. I gave them a heads up because I wanted to go ahead and set it up for them, not to talk shit about mm-hmm. the catering team, but to tell them if your wedding reception starts falling behind, it's probably because of this. Yeah. That your photo video team is going to start shoveling food down their throat and we're trying to give them time just to eat or whatever. And they both were like, we will be sending an email and making sure that this does not happen. Thank you for bringing it to our attention most, because it's super important yeah. for us that y'all get fed most, on time. Yeah. Most, most people, this woman excluded this, what the fuck Wednesday, um, inquiry that excluded because she sucks um but most couples understand and will advocate for you if you speak up yeah also i've had couples on wedding day do they come to you sometimes on wedding day did you eat yes every wedding every wedding they literally but my clients are 
wonderful people so bomb.com yeah so but every wedding they're like oh my god did you get a chance to eat or like please eat or please try the hors d'oeuvres they're so good or, like whatever i like, can offer an alcohol a whole lot and I'm oh like, i do too and i'm babe, like no thank you <laughs> i'm at work remember yeah <laughs> i'm working you're playing okay um but yeah it's just it's really sad and shitty that we still have to deal with this like, yeah. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I want somebody to make it make sense. And it doesn't. And it never will. <laughs> Again, to me, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know a perspective on being ignorant or whatever. But at the same time, though, yes, I'm not in the actual kitchen itself. Yeah. But I've been doing it long enough there where was... I see the logistics of like everything. And I just can't put. Where did I see this? I, I don't know. Uh, I saw something about somebody getting mad that they were as a as a caterer they were getting mad that the vendors were coming up to them asking for vendor meals did you see this somewhere uh-uh. i don't know where i saw this it was in some group um the catering staff was getting mad that they were constantly being asked like where the vendor meals are and like where's my vendor meal where can i eat all this stuff um we only ask that one because we want to know where we need to go to make your job easier yep um we are asking because we need to one have a timeline is my meal coming out now or are you gonna make me wait um and three we're hungry we're hungry as fuck Mm -hmm. and i bring snacks i do i bring snacks but i've also you everyone always slights you when you like when they walk by you with hors d'oeuvres otherwise i'd be shoving shit in my face um Uh but like i I don't want to take hors d'oeuvres because i know that's frowned upon Unless you offer it to me, then fuck yeah, we're best friends. Okay? I normally... So, here's my little secret that I do <laughs> for that. Is sometimes... Um, it's always weird. You know, like, nobody wants to take, like, the last chip. The last hors d'oeuvre, mm-hmm. like, on a plate or whatever. So, you know where my ass is standing? Right next to the fucking catering kitchen door. I can't stand there. But I would. I would. I, know. I would. <laughs> um, I have had... So, it's just the people that go above and beyond are the ones that are obviously referred i've had catering staffs literally bring me a plate same i've had them bring me a platter of it it wasn't even the catering staff it was the planner that went and said can you please make a assorted platter and brought it to us and they were like here please snack on this we know you're hungry and like we're people i don't even do that i know (laughs) it's okay um but i've had catering like head caterers like whoever that person is captain yeah. the captain yeah i've had them come and say like can i get you anything or um i've had you know catering staff when they mm-hmm. walk by me they're like here um you know have one or whatever i've seen like, yeah, it, it just means the world because we're human like mm-hmm. we're human obviously we're working but it's we do this every weekend and it's nice when like we're involved and like actually looked at as a human being it's a small touch and not the fucking help because we're yeah. all you're also the help i'm sorry but mm-hmm. you're also the help i'm the help we're all we're not the, i don't like that term but we technically but are. we are like we are providing a service yep all of us mm-hmm. like you included catering staff you are providing a service we're also providing a service we're all human we all would like to just be treated as such yep um, and it's no skin off your back if and you also, give me a fucking hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> you've already been paid. Yes. To do it. It's not like we're asking for it for free. It would be different if for God forsaken whatever reason 
that the couple didn't pay for vendor meals and the vendor is going up being like, where's my food, bitch, or whatever. And yeah. then, again, but just politely educate, hey, the couple did not pay for a vendor meal for you. I'm so sorry, or whatever. Then if we have anything left over, I'm more than happy to bring it to you at the very end of the evening or at the end of like dinner service. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be, but that's, that doesn't happen. That's very rare. That doesn't yeah. happen. It doesn't happen yeah. like whatsoever. So I think that person that posted about being asked about vendor meals, it was like, we're so busy like doing X, Y, and Z trying to get plates out and all that stuff. The last thing that we want from you is to be asked like where your meal is. I mean, if you just communicated it up front. Oh, a thousand percent. Or like. So normally, like for the caterers that I constantly refer and work with all the damn time. So the different like hierarchy within the catering team, I don't, I don't have to go into too much detail with it. There's like an event designer. And then you're, then yours. <laughs> there's your banquet captain, your supervisor, and then your staff, mm-hmm. bartenders, actual serving staff, sous chefs, chefs, if those actually come on on site, depending on how that catering team works. Your event designer is the one that like the couple has been speaking to the entire time of like building their proposal and connecting mm-hmm. or putting a quote together and yada, yada. The event designer normally only stays up until the conclusion of dinner service because they want to make sure everything is going over really well. Um, and then normally by the time at dinner service is over, bus like the bus service has come and gone as well. Then the event designer typically leaves and then the banquet captain takes over as point of lead because at that point they're just continuing to bus. There's not a whole lot for the catering team. It's pretty much a slow breakdown for the mm-hmm. rest of the evening. Um, and then you've got your supervisor who the banquet captain is kind of like my position where I'm overseeing like my assistants and then I might have a lead assistant mm-hmm. if I'm having multiple girls. Um, and it kind of trickles down to that. So the, the, the banquet captain then goes to the supervisor and the supervisor then goes to like all the different catering staff mm-hmm. in and of itself. Um, so like for me, like my, the banquet captain is my point of contact after my event designer. Even so, I'll be honest, I'll even go to the banquet captain first before I go to the event designer. Um, cause the event designer sometimes is connecting with, and maybe is doing like those personal touches with the couple. Whereas the banquet captain is making sure that their staff is like in line. Mm-hmm. So if I need something food or like service wise, I'll go to the banquet captain first and I'll be like, yo, I need an extra fork at table 14 or something like that at this chair. Um, because I'm just going straight to the person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, so there was a point of me telling saying all uh, of this. The vendor meals. So with with the whole vendor meal situation, they yes, they do have a workflow and a situ- like and all that sort of thing too. But typically, it is the event designer though that will make sure that will put all the vendor meals together, and then they're the ones that are communicating with me or they should be communicating them with the photographer. Cause unfortunately y'all fall into the planner mm-hmm. category <laughs> when you guys don't have a planner coordinator on site. Um, they'll go to the photographer being like, Hey, this is where the vendor meals are going to be like located, or this is where we've plated them, or this is where you can come collect it. All that sort of thing too. Mm-hmm. Normally what I see is when a catering team is bitching about like you coming and interrupting or whatever, it's because they don't have their shit together in the back Mm -hmm. where there's mass chaos for whatever the fuck reason, which then communicates to me that you're either a rookie at this or you just really suck at being a catering team. And just because you can make some delicious food, if you can't get yourself organized in the back kitchen, it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's literally not going to matter. Your food could be bomb, but like we've talked about before, if the dinner service is slow, it's not going to matter because yeah. that is what the lasting impression is. So I, yeah, to, I think to really end it all, 
it's just, uh, it is perplexing to me. But now I'm trying to really avoid any of that kind of confusion or any other kind of quote unquote miscommunication about vendor meals. And I'm starting to call them out on funnel walkthroughs. I love that. Just being like, I love that. I need to confirm when the, when I, I'll even throw the excuse as to like, I just want to make sure that I'm putting it onto the timeline of when the vendors are going to be fed. Yeah. I'll throw it that way. But really the shade is yeah. it's a passive aggressive ask of like, you will be feeding us. And at the same time as the couple, because now I'm going to pin you against the wall and you're going to say it in front of the couple too. Cause I'm not fighting you on a wedding day. I'm not doing it. I love that anyone who listens to this is listening to this that you probably work with. <laughs> and they know. They know. I just now had a tasting this past know. week um, at one of my favorite catering places. I recommend them all the time or whatever. They know my personality. And they, yeah, we, we actually had a very similar conversation. They were like, oh, no, we when we work with the Tilly and Teal team. Aware. We do. But also, they're like that even apart from working with us or whatever. They're phenomenal about bringing vendor meals like immediately out and it's just and this is why i constantly refer you yeah it just it all circles back to being a team just be a team player please please that's all we ask bless it anywho thank you so much what a good episode that was great thank you so much for writing in uh please submit your what the fuck wednesdays if you have any stories you want to share we want to hear from you and where can they find us so you can find us on Instagram uh, at Behind the Aisle Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then individually, we have our own Instagrams. So we'll, we'll shout out in just a second. But to submit a What the Fuck Wednesday um, memory or like instance or whatever, go to BehindTheAislePodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And it's right there, y'all, front and center. Y'all, mm-hmm. It's a Google form. Y'all just fill it out. You can remain anonymous if you'd like to. You don't have to give out names. Um, or we might just have you remain, <laughs> remain anonymous anyway for your own well-being. Yes. Um. Yeah, submit it. Uh, literally, y'all, when you're thinking about it on wedding days and all that kind of stuff, too, like if you're like, what the fuck is going on or whatever, just remember, you can submit it. Just type it in. Just send it in. Share okay. it with the world. We want to hear from you. Spill it a tea. Uh, and if you need to find me on Instagram for any reason, you can find me at Serendipity Photography. It's S-A-R-A, like my name. In Dippity <laughs> Photography. And where can they find you? T I double L Y A N D T E A L. Tilly and Teal on Instagram as well. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.